Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. I'm feeling like I'm on a roll, you know. You know? Yeah, this is this is pretty tight. I mean, uh, two shows uh, in what 14 hours or whatnot. But uh, kind of let the audience know, as well as me, kind of kind of breaking news that happened uh, in Japan that's not coronavirus related. There. Oh breaking man, yeah, I'm excited here. for this. So I dropped this about seven o'clock this morning. Let me real quick. Um, I just gotta find. Give me give me two minutes to find all the information on it. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk real quick about the Wrestle One uh, closing on March thirty first or uh, April first after the Corican show here. So I'm just gonna pull up everything that I brought uh, had for that show earlier. Man, just bringing all that that 
Corakin bad luck apparently. Um, which <laughs> I, I know you you talked about Russell one. Sorry, say that again. Sorry. I was gonna say. No, I, said, I know you talked Russell one for for over the last couple of months here, but just kind of yep. you know realizing how big of a thing this closure is and and what it could lead to with one company uh, not only trying to take Saudi Arabia by storm, uh, Desert Storm. <laughs> But uh, but also, uh, you know, they've been trying to get uh, in the Tokyo, Japan markets and um, not just Tokyo, obviously, but the, the Japanese wrestling market as they uh, derailed Brits wrestling in 2019. So uh, they're looking to do the same. But I think there's some pretty strong companies uh, to, you know, that won't allow that. Oh, my God. That was the botchiest joke slam ever. Sorry, Are guys. You I, I'm, just, thing? I'm finally watching this super down and uh it literally took longer to fast forward to get to that worst choke slam by the underfaker um to uh to AJ Styles which as my buddy uh, uh Damian uh, Cham posted on uh, our wrestling groups here he uh was like so why should I take the race WrestleMania match seriously if he's going to yeah. beat him in 3 seconds which was so like totally oh my god forgot. you're totally right I totally forgot we got a Super Showdown to talk about. Super Showdown, we got the DDT Cork and Hall show, which uh, the Into the Fight show. Like like I said, I made the worst intro on our page here because I was trying to make that new intro. And and I've never had to, like, crop, copy, and paste so many things in one thing in my life. I was getting confused. I was like, oh, shit, that's not Humberto Carrillo. That's, oh, wait, that's not MJ. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, Alex is going to be asking where the invite is, and I would be sitting here playing editor. And, oh, so I'm a little flustered here. That's why I'm all over the board. But I'm, I'm settled. I am ready. Here we go. So we're talking AEW Revolution tonight. We're talking DDT into the fight that I think myself and Alex could both agree uh, might be getting some show of the year nods. Uh, Alex, you think it was that good, too? I mean, I was all over this thing. Oh, Alex got Yakuza kicked. Unless it was oh, me. sorry, I put it on because I was swearing at this Undertaker thing. Like we're still in the ring. <laughs> no, um, I was like, I oh, was no, talking to you the whole time. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I would say yeah, it, it was a damn good show. I like I you know texted yesterday. It felt good to to you know get into the uh, the wonderful wacky world of DDT wrestling and. Um, yeah, I'm all for it. So, uh, show of the year, I'm not sure. I, I think WrestleMania weekend, they, they might kind of do something yeah. special, especially with Tokyo Joshi Pro uh, coming along with them. So, I mean, it's it, it's it's an exciting time. Like like I put on our uh, on our Facebook page, um, you know, it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Like you said, Revolution, we have DDT, we have All Japan Champions Carnival, we have New Japan Anniversary. I mean, we have New Japan, uh, New Japan, <laughs> I mean... We have no wrestling in Japan for at least the first 15 days for a majority of the companies due to the coronavirus, which we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll also talk some Ishii Shingo. Uh, we'll, we'll talk the coaches, uh, you know, uh, Taguchi and Rocky Romero taking on, of course, uh, the uh, IWGP what Junior Heavyweight Champs for Punky 3K. Uh, <laughs> and we'll we'll talk some triples. Uh, shout out to Cole Cabana. What up? Uh, but, uh, you know, 
It's just going to be a fun-filled show. But, of course, the big thing preview, AEW's Revolution, uh, which Cody dubbed, uh, I believe he was talking to Newsweek uh, this week, of course, uh, promoting the show here. Uh, well, not here, but at the Wintrust Arena, a new arena over in uh, McCormick Place in Chicago, Illinois. Not Schaumburg, not wherever the Sears Center is, but downtown Chicago. I love it. Um, and uh, they, they said they feel like this could be their WrestleMania. So uh, they, they definitely got a card for it. We'll also talk Iron Man match, Kenny Omega. Uh, oh, yeah. Now, uh, since we've yeah. said Pac for so long. But uh, it's like, you know, your, your, you know your, your friend's white, you know, dad in the 90s. Like, hey, you listen to Tupac? So that, yeah. that's kind of what I get when I hear J.R. Shivani or anyone else call him Pac. But uh, so- fun, fun show here. We we are going to be faster than normal because we got two hours until AW starts. So we're not going to be. I think we're going to have to try to not be uh, Ryan and Alex uh, take Manhattan or whatever you want to say. Alex and Ryan go to the Bahamas where we just start ranting. Because um, I do want to go over tomorrow's or tonight. It starts. Tokyo Joshi Pro has their Genghis Khan Kirishima presents Spring Beautiful One Day Tournament 2020. It's at the uh, Ochinomizu Dojo in Tokyo, and it was a the original show had got scrapped and they had to change things. So they, they're doing a one day tournament, 20 matches. Um, and this might be, if done right, one of the best shows of the year, because this concept is fantastic. So I'm going to go over that with you. I'll just speed through it. But the, as the, the kickoff here, I, this is, this is uh, as per our Facebook page this morning, uh, KG Muto and president Kaz Hayashi held a press conference at the Gen Sports Palace Media Center in Okubo, Tokyo, to announce that Wrestle One will suspend all activities as of April 1st. To me, that means closing, but we'll see. Uh, this date also yeah. being their last show at Corican Hall in Tokyo. Muto stated that the promotion has faced a deficit after the launch um, in July of 2013, and they have struggled ever since. Muto stated that Gen Sports, owners of Wrestle One, which is also connected to K1, the kickboxing, has taken the financial burden year after year, uh, which has been decided that there's no reason to inconvenience them any further. President Kaz Hayashi stated that everyone involved in Wrestle One has tried hard to keep this from happening, but sadly it was just beyond their means to turn things around. The entire Wrestle One staff and wrestlers will no longer be under contract with the promotion as of March 31st, though they have agreed to take part in the final show the following day. The event card will be announced on a later date. Muto also announced wow. that his final appearance for the promotion will be on March 15th for their big show at the Otawar Gymnasium. He will be unable to attend the Corican show on April 1st, as he has previously booked to be in the U.S. for several independent shows during WrestleMania weekend, him and Janelle spring break, things like that. Um, I, and then I, I captured it with, does this mean Wrestle 1 will become what I, what I posed the question to you, or, you know, a couple weeks ago, NXT Japan with the, and with Sendai. Oh. Um, could talent also flood to all Japan, and that being the extra help to get, to their, get the stride going that we've been talking that about? That would be nice. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of hoping for. Um, I Early this morning, I forgot Koji Iwamoto is Nomura's replacement. I said you should throw Shotaro Ishino in there. Um, that's totally fine. I, I, you're right. Koji. You, called it. you called Koji. You got it. Um, like, I said, like I said to you, we're three for three. You called Goldberg. You called Koji. And I called, it, called Sugera. So we're, <laughs> we're on a roll here in 2020. But Damn I just, straight. I hope this means that these talents go back to all Japan. Because you're not going to have Susumu Yokosuka forever as your All Japan Junior Champion. And uh, Akira Francesca is, isn't ready yet. Um, Yusuke Okada yeah. maybe is there. 
And I feel like they're just, they'll just go back to Koji Iwamoto, which is a safe play. But I, you know, I, I want something new. Nothing against Iwamoto. I just want something different, like they're doing. Kaz Hayashi coming over there. Uh, Pagasio Alumasar maybe would be would be really fun um, uh, to see Pagasio Luminar in there. Um, Sushi is awesome. He he's a little dragon. He's wrestled on a ton of different things. He would be cool. Um, they have options if they make this merger happens. Uh, Say mm-hmm. Yoshioka, part of the Strong Hearts, would be awesome. Heat would be cool. That would be uh, nice. You also, like I said, with that, maybe you have the Strong Hearts connection now. So there's a lot yes. of things that could come from this. Uh, Wrestle One's champion is Katsuhiko Nakajima. Does he do the same route of some of the other Noah guys and take a dabble in there? You know, I would love to see Shotaro Ashino and Yusuke Kadama come in there with the Infants Three Blades and do something with Evolution and Violent Giants or with Jin. You know, there's a lot you can you can kind of go together. Um, I don't know. It's you know, Daiki Inaba is is a dark horse guy with Andy Wu who could come in and really, really shake things up in that mid card to upper mid card of guys that Koji Doi. That's another one I forgot about. Wrestle One is a company that I've. I haven't seen a ton of, but I've seen enough that. So, so it, any it, relation to Naruki? Because uh, when I, so I got up around like five thirty because I'm an old man, even though you're way older than I am. Um, to, to <laughs> you know do 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 the damn thing, and uh, I just scrolled on Facebook, you know, and that's when I found I was like, oh, well, you know, we're we're supposed to do a show last night, ladies and germs, but you know, we're we're old dudes, we're in our thirties now, so. <laughs> Uh, and with kids, and we fall asleep. But anyway, <laughs> well, you were watching that. I was watching Knives Out, which was great. But anywho, um, so like I see that, and I was like, whoa, this is gonna blow Ryan's mind. And I'm not gonna lie. Full disclosure, you know, we have our text group. You know, me and you were we're both wrestling marks, even though I give you more shit than than anything. But I'm, you oh, know, I'm yeah. just a bigger mark than you. I, but I uh, posted the deal Russell one thing, and you're right, you effing mark. Yeah. <laughs> the reply to my well, because phone. I was like, I'm not gonna send it to him at like five in the morning, and then I see he's like Russell Cash Radio live doing. It. I was like, wait, what? I was like, oh, and I was like, I gotta go to work. But no, it was. Uh, <laughs> It's only seven minutes. But no, so you know, it, it was just really interesting. And then in the in the group, uh, in the Facebook page, everyone kept saying "doy, doy, doy," and I was like, "Wait, when did Rookie Doy have affiliation?" So this is entirely obviously someone so different, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think that they have any relations or anything together. But uh, yeah, Koji okay. Doy. There's the thing I was saying was. I haven't seen a lot of Russell One. It's not as much as I should have. Like I've watched it, I've dabbled in it, things like that. But there's so much good talent in there that it's kind of like my obsession with Fuminori Abe and Ayato Yoshida. Yes. If you just mm-hmm. get them out there, they can be stars. You just need people to see them, and that's kind of what a lot of this is. And, and this is an opportunity where this this is. Um, Alex, did you listen to the seven minute rant I did this morning? Uh no. Uh, we had a, a 1700 truck that Ooh, cool. I was alone for. So, <laughs> so, so my feeling was, yeah. if this turned into <laughs> NXT Japan, you have a ton yeah. of great role players where you can you can do something that no other company in Japan can do. You can make Shinsuke Nakamura your champion with these guys. So now you're feuding Shinsuke with Shotaro, oh. guys like that. You know, and now you got 
uh, Io Shirai is your women's champion feuding with Nico Satamora. Like mm-hmm. there's, this is why NXT Japan making Sendai girls and Russell one, their like how to make their company. That's how you do it. And it scares me because I don't want to see Andy Wu having to face, um, here comes Coda Reeves over to NXT Japan and he just took out Andy Wu. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need like nothing against, uh, uh, what was the rock, this monster, uh, Jonah rock, nothing against Bronson mm-hmm. Reed or whatever they call him, but I don't need to see him making his NXT Japan debut squashing Daiki and Abba. That's not good business. Like, no. no, don't do that. I don't know how the crowd reacts to it either, but I don't know, man. It's so for, it's, for peons like my, myself, um, Keiji Moto, I, I know who it is, but but just let everyone know who, who Keiji Moto is and and his significance and relevance in professional wrestling. Uh, Keiji Muto is great Muta man. We talked Ooh. about a few days ago. Um, he was the founder of Wrestle One. You know, he was the guy who gave the world Sonata. Whether it's you know one of the best things, or as the last couple months were kind of just like Ooh. I don't really care anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. Him, Sonata. Shout out to him probably winning the potentially winning the, the cup, but now we don't know about it. But uh Evil you know, he, FT he, he um he had a good partnership with Impact for a while too. That's why Sonata did his excursion there. Um he was the great Sonata to be the playoff of the great Muda. Um oh, we all know Muda's lineage in history. That's that's something to discuss. Um Gen Sports, uh who owns K one bought Wrestle One. Muda plays the figurehead, the president of the company's cast, Hayashi. Um, mm. Muda's not every poster, but he never appears in the shows, which is pretty funny. Muda is like the Jeff Jarrett of Tokyo, where he just continuously <laughs> somehow keeps making money and winning and getting jobs. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, well, but, I mean, like you called him, I mean, when he appeared in the garden last year, that was pretty tight, right? Yeah. Um, here's something I'm really excited for, though. Like, looking at this card, if you're going to go out with your last big show, obviously not counting the Corican show, but uh, the Oda World Gymnasium show on March 15th. I got to get my hands on this, Alex. Nine-match card, Kai Fujimura and Sakura Nikki. They're two of their, like, young boys. Mm-hmm. Always, I, You know, I, I have a fatuation with young boys. Um, don't take that the wrong oh. way. <laughs> oh. I love watching the young boys. We get eight. We get, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's four multi-band matches on this one. Uh, the first one is El Lindemann, Shuji Kondo, who I think will yeah. go back to Dragon Gate um, if this happens. He already worked that Toromon show, but Lindemann, Shuji Kondo, Manabu Soya, and Sego Tachibana taking on Takanori Ito, Hajibi, Mazada, and Toshizo. We then get a sixth man with a guy that I, I'm really excited to see more of, Andy Wu, taking with El Hijo del Pantera and Alejandro versus Sushi, who would be Whoa. tremendous over there, Ganseki Tanaka and Ryuki Honda. And then the last six-man tag, we get Pegasio Illuminar, who, Alex, I want you to check him out. That's the guy you need to get your okay. hands on. June Tancho and Masato Tanaka, DDT champion, taking on Shima T-Hawk and Issei Onizuka. So we get some more of the, the Shima T-Hawk. Then the last multi-man, six-man tag, Keiji Muto, Ryota Hama, the, the giant, giant man that uh, uh, Isaiah couldn't stop talking about, and Yasufumi Nakanoi taking on Matsuyuki Kono, Kazuma Sakamoto, one of my 
somehow I'm becoming a giant fan of over the last six months than Ryoji Sai, your guy from All Japan. So nice, fun six-man there. Nice. Uh, Kumarashi, uh, man, they're, they're kind of doing something with the Wrestle 1, taking on the, the brought-in Yuji Okabayashi. So that's already going to be a banger. Um, two guys we talked about, one that you mentioned already, as you've seen all over, Wrestle 1 tag titles, Daiki Inaba and Koji Doi taking on the champions. Shotaro Ashino and Yusuke Kodama of Infants Terribles. Uh, Heat getting a Wrestle 1 Cruiserweight title match against Seiki Yoshioka. And then the main event, Kaz Hayashi is sick of the shenanigans and disrespect of the champion as he faces Katsuhiko Nakajima for the title. Um, the, yeah. the lead up to the Shotaro Ashino match from February 12th that I sent you a link to on Facebook. Yeah, uh, yeah I got to watch that. After, after Nakajima hits the brain buster, uh, I think it was on Daiki and Abba's who we faced in the previous match, or Andy Wu. Was, I think it was Andy Wu, excuse me. Hits with a brain buster, pins him, stands up, grinds his foot on the title, holds it over the top rope, and just lets it fall and just starts smiling at people. And this is his entrance against Shotaro Ishido is the one where um, I sent that picture to the group. I think it was me. It was you or me. But it was Nakajima getting in that fan's face who was just thumbs down booing the hell out of him. That's from this match from a couple weeks ago. So, it's, I mean, they hate Nakajima and Wrestle One. He's so good as a heel. So this show, man, top to bottom, if you're going out, holy hell, you're giving me something fantastic, and I am jacked for that, man. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's probably no no way around it where, you know, if they have such a good turnout or whatnot, I mean, what's, it's, what's pretty much, is you know, is done is done, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. You're not coming back from this. They, they're saying that it's a that they're suspending operations, but I mean, let's be honest. You know, I I think it, it hurts. Who they, you know, they they took a shot 2015 and did a U.S. tour and it failed miserably. Sonata left and did that run in when he when he was the reason that Okada didn't have like a four year title reign that it broke up for two months or whatever before he beat Naito back. You know when Naito had that little mini run mm-hmm. with Sonata's debut where he had a he had a black mask, a black tank top, and, a, and black jeans on. Um, <laughs> you know they they put the title on Muda and then he got and you know Muda's Muda he was old but he could still do things but then he had to have this big surgery. So they, they didn't really get to do much with him as champion. Um, you know, Shitaro Ishino is a guy I think they should have kept running with, but I understood why they took the title off him last year, at, or, you know, at the Corkin show last last year when me and Isaiah were there and put it mm-hmm. on T-Hawk because that was huge. Um, and now, you know, it even makes more sense with, with Eichmann. Apparently Eichmann is literally, it's, it's just dotting the I's and crossing the T's that he's in WWE now, which pisses me off. So mad that Eichmann is going to be in the E. But this is another reason why he could be in the E is because maybe they, they you know, NXT Japan runs their main event, Miko Satomura, Io Shirai, and then the, the headliner is Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jiro Eichmann Kuroshio. It'll be fantastic. I'll watch it. But, you know, I would have loved to see Eichmann make a full All Japan run. You know how awesome it would have been to see an Eichmann Nomura match or an Eichmann that, that, uh, Miyahara match? Like, oh, for sure. No, he's he's definitely becoming, you know, one for me that, you know, that, that I do have my eyes on. And, and so when I can't wait to see grow uh, a little more, especially, you know, from, from the random shows that I've seen him out over the, uh, over the last year, I would say. 
So I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see where this goes, but we'll we'll keep you guys updated. I'm going to be watching this like a hawk because you know I'm uh, Japanese like Indian hawk is my boner. So I'm all all over this. Um, I want to give you this real quick here before we start breaking into, into our, our reviews. Spring Beautiful Tournament, Tokyo Joshi Pro. It's a, what do we got? 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20. 21 woman tournament, it looks like, if I counted right. Ooh. So wow. we have, um, there's, there's, you have 1, 2, 3, 4, what is it? Uh, G is, so 8. What do we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So eight first round matches, and then there's six buys, and then they go in. So it's it's a crazy tournament. So immediately in the first the first round, you have uh, Shoko Nakajima gets a buy into the second round. Okay, so Shoko mm-hmm. Nakajima faces the winner of Maki Ito and uh, Suzumi. I'm assuming Maki Ito and Shoko Nakajima. If I'm making predictions. And then the winner of that faces the winner of the other match in their block, which is um, uh, which is Palm Harajuku and Rika Tatsumi. So I'll go Palm Harajuku makes it in. We'll go we'll go Maki. I'm going to call this on the fly. I wasn't planning on doing this, but I'm doing it. So Palm Palm Harajuku <laughs> goes to take on the winner of Nakajima and Ito. We'll go Ito gets to that final four. Then you go to the next little round round robin gimmick of it. Uh, Yuki Kamafuku, who is one of my personal favorites, that's the, the one that I sent you that picture with the, the girl with the trains, the toy trains, like play with me. And she doesn't oh, like yeah. Joey Ryan was trying to grab her dick, but she didn't have one. And then everyone was like trying to help her stop Joey Ryan. So I'm assuming she gets pushed. So, so she already gets that first buy. She takes on uh, I gotta find this. This is so crazy how they're doing this. She takes on the winner of Hyper Masao and Mirai Mariumi. Uh, Hyper Masao is gonna smoke her, so I'm not worried about that. We'll go, we'll go Hyper Masao to the next round too. Then we get uh, Haruna Neko against Miyu Watanabe and Nodoka Tenma versus Mizuki. We'll say Mizuki goes all the way through, and she takes on Maki Ito. So we'll put Mizuki in the finals. Now. Mizuki is now in the finals. Then we have Mita Shirakawa taking on the winner of oh wait that's already that one uh, Natsuki Maki and uh, Sina Shiori Raku versus uh, Yuna Manase Miyu Yamashiro against Masahiro Kiru and then Shoko Nakajima like I said is already in there I'm assuming Miyu Yamashita goes to the finals against Maki Ito and Miyu Yamashita wins that's neither here nor there I got so confused reading this with help with 20 matches to try to remember a bracket that I just am going to stop. But here's, here's, where, here's where I say that this tournament's going to be worth watching and why it's going to be fun. 20 matches, yes. Um, from the first round to the end of the quarterfinals, all matches have a five-minute time limit only. So they're going to be quick with mm-hmm. two count pin rules. So you only got to get a two count. You don't need to get three. In the how, case of a tie. How is that possible? So, yeah, it's five minutes and you only got to get a two count. So these matches are going to be like – I was so like the gimmick. Was that not DDT? Where do we? Yeah, was that DDT where it was like the the one count or the the two pin gimmick? Uh, DDT did have the uh, the one count on um on that uh that that hard. But it's not intended as a joke, right? No, it's it's to make it quicker. Like if there's a break, things like that. I thought there was something else too, or it's coming up. There was 
some sort of match where it was like a two count match. I was like, well, what? there's a there's this awesome thing they do every single year. It's on New Year's Eve. It's Big Japan and DDT does this every every Corican, and it's a random one Big Japan and one DDT guy as a team. It's a sixteen team tournament, and all the okay. matches are one one count only. Uh, oh, okay. So okay. maybe that's what it is. And you get some crazy stuff. I think last year was Masashi Takeda and Tetsuya Endo on a team. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, there's some real fun stuff with that. Um, I'd say so. so. The first round to the end of the quarterfinals, all matches have a five-minute time limit and a two-count rule. In the case of a tie, the winner is then determined by a game of rock, paper, scissors. Hmm. The semifinals have a five-minute time limit with regular <laughs> three-count rules. <laughs> In case of a tie this way, then it restarts with sudden death one-count rule. So they will continue Ooh. five minutes, go to three-count, set it two, but then you got to pin them in one second. Then the final is a 10-minute time limit with regular three-count pin rules. Case of a tie, that match restarts also with sudden death one-count pin rules. So 20 matches, but it should go really fast, which is why I'm kind of excited for it. It's going to be a sprint. Um, the winner the winner um, gets, gets a prize from a place that myself and Isaiah, uh, we, uh, we, we frequented while we were near Cork and Hall, Genghis Khan's Kirishima. It's some fantastic beers, some fantastic uh, steaks. They had some fantastic uh, uh, mixed mixed beverages as well. So check out Genghis Khan. How, how much yen one. was that? Um, I I got, whoa, a, whoa, whoa. I got a tall Sapporo for four hundred yen there, which is four bucks. Bad at all. So I literally I've been listening to you. I fast forward the Trevor versus Lesnar match, and I literally just look up and Lesnar's leaving the ring as I saw him just. Making his way to the ring. Yeah, Why did, uh, we'll, we'll, get it, we'll talk to that in a bit there, but I'm just what the heck. So, the winner of this tournament receives a meal ticket for Genghis Khan for Genghis Khan's Kirishima uh, for a nice. meal ticket for lamb meat at the restaurant located near Corican Hall. So, if you win this tournament, you get some free lamb meat. It's right next to the lost I'm off in the that. bookstore. Uh, the bookstore, by the way, I bought my mom a a book that is all all the New Japan themes in piano music. So, like, Did you get her that like three years ago? No, I got that in Tokyo last year. Oh, I thought you got her that like something like that a while ago too. No, we Jeez. left uh, we left Karishima's, went and got a strong zero, and then went to the bookstore, and then we headed over to uh, Kokorkin. She appreciate it? Has she played yeah. you any good? No, she hasn't paid me nothing. I, I specifically bookmarked Tomohiro Ishii's theme, and I haven't heard it yet. Not <laughs> Liger? Come on. Liger on the piano would be... No, I don't, I don't ever want to do anything with that woman that involves Liger or myself. She could kick rocks and kiss what my ass. Gene is wearing a Liger mask while playing yeah. it. Would that make up for anything, or would that haunt your dreams forever? Hey, do you remember when Mae Young got involved with Bully Ray Dudley? Eventually, oh, no. You would, you would bomb your own mother through a piano. <laughs> Eventually, or, she, she's bomb. not going to be able to use that rolling cart she has, and she's going to have to have a sitting chair. That's what what if that made it I'm, better for her? I'm going to show up with a liger mask on, and she's going to go, oh, no. And then I'm going to show tie her off of the stage in the chair. <laughs> 
<laughs> sorry, Bob. We'll see you next week because your baby's sitting in Sydney for the next nine weeks. I, I should keep my mouth shut. That's funny. I thought it was so wild that, that Tokyo Joshi Pro needed to change their whole card, and they decided to do a 20-person or a 20-match tournament for lamb meat. I was like, this is incredible. Um, DDT also I like how they have fun out there. I mean, you, you wouldn't think with coronaviruses and all, but I, I love how Japanese wrestling is just having a, bl- a blast. They, a um, and then, here's some, and that's going to be on DDT Universe, so I'm definitely going to watch that tomorrow. But also tomorrow I'm going to watch this too because DDT is running a show in that same building, the uh, mm-hmm. the One Chance Sunday, and the the Neo Ito Respect Army makes its return as Maki Ito and Chris Brooks take nice. on Honda and Neo Yama freaking Shita. That's going to rock. And there's a guy too that I got put on that you need to check out, and and let's let's. Put this on the board right now so we can be like the second or third show that has brought this guy up before anyone else gets a hold of him. But the main event today is Disaster Box, Harashima, Naomi Oshimura, Toro Washi, and Kazuki Hirata taking on all out Kanosuke Takashita, Shinma Katsumata, Yuki Ino, and the debuting from Australia, Royce Chambers. Whoa. Trust me when I say this. This Royce Chambers guy is legit. In fact, two mm-hmm. nights later, in the same building, DDT is doing One Chan Tuesday. The main event is, wow, this card, holy shit. So DDT's not canceling anything, huh? No. So get this, it's a five-man wow. card, dude. Okay, uh, Keigo Nakamura, the, the, the ball young lions, taking on Yuki Ino. And then they write the challenge anytime, anywhere. Time difference battle royal with Soba Takao, Yuki Ueno, Naomi Yoshimura, Kazuki Hirata, Kazusada Haguchi, Mao, Makoto Oishi, Mizuki Watase, and Yukio Naya. That'll be dope. We mm-hmm. get Shunma Katsumata and Harashima. Then in the semi-main, Daisuke Sasaki and Tetsuya Endo take on Kanosuke Takashita and Akito. What? And then, the, and then in the main event, in the worldwide match it's called, that guy I just told you about that I'm telling you that is going to be the next Dio Royce Chambers, he's headlining yeah. against Chris Brooks. Wow. Whoa, whoa. There's oh, and then they just decided they will um um March twenty second. Nothing's fully uh entailed yet, but we want you to know that Shima and Ken frickin' Oka will be on the show in the headlining <laughs> match. Kanosuke Takashida, Shinma Katsumata and Yuki Ino defend the six man tag titles against Tetsuya Endo T Hawk and L Lindeman. God, wow. what's America? DDT coming. Got war, baby. DDT. Holy shit. <laughs> well, good thing we oh, have all those. I'm, I'm not going to lie. From from the uh, from the show that we watched, uh, DDT on the, the second there in Karukin, um, the the match that's set up after the uh, the two main events there, it's it's going to be damn awesome. Um, oh. Wow, this is going to be... Whew, All of those cards be, are good. That, why is there the only two five matches on that show, though? The 15th, that's so crazy. Yeah, they're just doing five matches, but, man, if you mean to tell me we're going to get, like, a like two quick hour-and-a-half shows, ten matches, dude, all those matches are good. Yeah. I wow, would say, DDC. Uh, and I'm loving Strong Hearts Damnation as a combo. And oh, shout out I to think that's... Myself faction. and Alex as a tag team. Alex Mello... 
with his dapper ass in a suit as Shotaro Ashino and me as the legs of the group uh, with my super hockey legs, L. Lindemann style, we're going to kick some ass to say, <laughs> I don't care if it's T-Hawk and Endo. <laughs> I don't know, if you want a good follow, guys, go on Twitter and follow L. Lindemann Size. Uh, the guy who posts is L. Lindemann's size because they're so huge. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, that is awesome. DDT, Toga Joshi Pro, they got some good stuff coming in the next three, four days. That that second show is on Tuesday, and then there's two shows on Sunday. So a bunch of good stuff to watch here. Um, you want to go I, right into I, the I, I heard they're live, uh, live from DDT shows that they've been having, too, where it's like in their, I'm assuming their training facility where – it looks like uh, when you would go see Ring of Honor and Hopkins where the, the ceiling was like right there. I heard those have been pretty interesting to watch. Oh, yeah. I saw the pictures of those things where it looks like there's like piping in the ceiling and whatnot. That's so you all did catch one? Going. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually glad you brought that up because I totally forgot about that. You just totally saved um, the whole point of those segments. So this is why those shows are canceled is they're doing all these shows. So they did the, the, the one you're talking make about up. called One Shot Friday. They're doing all yep. these shows from their training facility with no fans. That's where the Tokyo Joshi Pro Show will be tomorrow. And they're doing that 20-woman mm-hmm. tournament in their own dojo. And then they're doing those two DDT shows we talked about in the same dojo. So they're doing them all in-house with the camera crew to still make sure that you get stuff. Because the show that you're just talking about, um, uh, it had Tetsuya Endo and Akito, which is awesome. It had Daisuke Sasaki and Hiroshi Yamato taking on Hiroshima and Makoto Oishi. We had uh, the Kalamari Drunk Kings, Chris Brooks and Masahiro Takanashi, took on uh, Kazusada Haguchi and Saki Akai. But there was, there was some good stuff on this, man. Oh, totally. I mean, I'm one Takagi for, you know, kind of giving the fans, you know, he, he's he got the pulse, honestly, like, he's, yeah, he's just everything, what what he's done, kind of watching it, I know I always go back to that, but that wonderful, uh, you know, kind of 10 part wrestling series in Viceland in 2019, mm-hmm. just called The Wrestlers, um, gosh, I forgot his name, it's like something, Abraham, um, uh, just tremendous, that one hour on DDT, just respected so Joel much Abraham? more as a company, huh? Is it Joel Abraham? I believe so. I know he's like a punk rocker and a journalist or something like that too, but um, yeah, no, it's just, you know, kind of getting to the mind of him and then, you know, kind of absorbing, you know, not absorbing, but, you know, bringing Noah into the fold then, you know, I'm sure again, he, he's got some input into that. So, you know, he, he definitely is wearing many hats, but, but, you know, still keeping his hand on the pulse, unlike another guy who runs a wrestling promotion, uh, out in Connecticut. <laughs> well, and and because of things like this, Alex, that's why you're always my uh, most improved player every single year when it comes to Puro. Because you obviously <laughs> Puro, bro. Here we go. I'm going into a ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash wrestle class until noon tomorrow. Use code MADNESS 20% off. So the, we got the, new, the second. The Monday. second, excuse me. The second, I, I was wrong on Twitter then. Uh, we got the new kanji shirt, the blue with the white, which is tremendous. Legit kanji writing. I, I mean, legit was. So it's fantastic. Yep. We're not gonna get. We're not gonna get trolled. And the do you even puro bro shirt? As Alex yeah. obviously does, as he continues to up his puro game each every freaking time. I talk to him. Love it. Coming out. If, yeah, if it wasn't for the last weeks of uh, of uh, dynamite, I, I probably would 
to be strictly puro, bro. But uh, oh. you know, they, they've definitely, and especially with the night setting. I mean, I don't think the show's gonna drag any uh, estimation here. But uh, no, it's definitely something where, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a puro bro now. That maybe yeah, that'll be our next shirt, puro bros. We've uh, already yeah. sold some, so thank you for uh, everyone us out, you know, keeping the uh, the, the mics turned on and uh, Naomi just spinning out of the room. That was tight. Um, <laughs> at first I was like, why are they wearing bagged shirts? But then I realized where they were at. Um, I shut up to Bailey uh, with like Missy Elliott. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, they're all black, like garbage bag thing. That, okay, fine. She looks like, it's like, never mind. I'm not going to say the other one. That's, that, I'm like, yeah, no, it's, Look, you're right. If you look, if AEW Dynamite the last few weeks has been some of the best television I've watched, and it's been so nice because American wrestling is just about dead to me. Especially since I'm just, it it, it pains me that I'm I'm just kind of getting sourpussed on NXT because it's just so hard to watch because it's so like you can't turn away. Like I can't, I can't watch NXT and do something else like I can with some of the other stuff. Like with NXT, I got to just sit there like holding on to the desk, hoping I don't blow away with, you know, the opening match this Wednesday is is, is 27 minutes with Maro Ronaldo throwing a chair through a wall while he's screaming. (laughs) 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 There was a shot during that Cole match, and this is after that 20-minute mark when it was just like, oh, my God, end this match, where he's standing and screaming. And I'm like, dude, you're gonna have a heart attack out there. Like, I I love I love Morrow's puns and his enthusiasm and how hard he works. But if these shows are gonna be three hours, I don't I can't do three hours of it. Like two hours mm-hmm. is perfect. But th- three hours. And well, like, the right, thing there were like, two it. hours. There were always about two and a half. But even honestly, that extra half hour, uh, you know, kind of ruined the flow. It seemed like, but. You know, as we discussed, you know, a couple of days ago, um, you know, it's just when every match has the same level of, you know, falsies and oohs and ahs, spot fest here, spot fest there, everybody get their ish in. You know, that's why I appreciated that Balor Gargano match, yeah. which I, I find a lot of people did not like that match online. But for me, I thought it was just, uh, the come down match from, you know, a, a grudge match involving and Tinga Knox and Dakota Cox and of course that, that Keith Lee Donovan Dijakovic wow, I got that without even like looking at my notes but, um, yeah I, you know, I I still think that's I know you I think you gave it three and a half or not but for me for what it did you know to go to you know your your actual technicality of a wrestling match for the first ten minutes I thought was brilliant until you know again they got their ish in but um, to me, it was all perfect for that uh, type of show there. So it'll be interesting what they do. You know, of course, the media season's coming around here. So uh, they already have a number one contenders ladder match for the uh, the women NXT championship. So it could be interesting. I say, though, you know, I, I've yet to dive into Tokyo Yoshi Pro Stardom, Shimmer, uh, Glimmer, and Glimmer. But um, I still say NXT, depth-wise, uh, for women's wrestling, it's fantastic. I would say even more than than all elite wrestling. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Moment. But uh, you know, so the latter match, I'm like, oh, that 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 has me more pumped than maybe any Adam Cole 
championship match or, or even Gargano Ciampa chapter 42? I, I, I'm i bummed, you know, sure I got hurt the way she did when she caught. Did that, Maybe did she'll that be back. Um, you know, if you want to throw, if you want to throw two people in to have your ladder match, put Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai in there. Sure. That was, have to. that was the best ladder match I've seen in years, men or women. Like, they did new shit. It wasn't the same mold. You know what I mean? Like, it was fun. Oh, for when sure. she was going to pilmanize her neck, I about lost my mind. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I will say this, to, to, to its credit, and we're not, I don't want to turn it into that show because we got two shows to review here. Um, but as I was watching NXT from this week, um, I watched, yeah, I watched AEW, and then I, yeah, I did watch NXT. When Ballard came out, and he, he cut the did you watch NXT this week first and foremost? I did not, no. So Ballard comes out and cuts the most cheesy and corny promo I've ever he's like he's like, I'm I'm not your so and so's favorite wrestler. I'm not your your internet wrestling move favorite wrestler. So I can't remember what he was saying, but he was like he was trying to like blur the lines between like I'm the best internet flipper and I'm the best striker and the best and I've done all this and that and I've beaten everyone of this and you know he goes I'm not the prince and you know he just he kind of promo I mean it was it was a fine promo but you could tell it was very now these are your bullet points kid type of a promo yeah but you know he did the best he could with it and then he's like because I because because I'm going to WrestleMania and I'm going to do whatever I want when I get to WrestleMania. And then in one of the best, I, this, I haven't popped for something like on a WWE television show in ages, but Bal is like, you know, he says this piece and he gets interrupted by the dun, 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 and the building loses their minds and out comes Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner. What? And, and Bartel. You, you would have been better for, with Timothy Thatcher. Sure. Oh, yeah, that would be dope. But, you know, if there's one thing I'll tell you about Axel Dieter Jr., Marcel Bartel, this dude's got, this dude can cut on the stick. And he cuts his nice. promo and he's talking about Balor. And, you know, he's like, you've done this. He's like, he's like, but you have not defeated or you have never beat the ring hitter. Oh. And he did that whole spiel and everyone says, sure. And he's like, Walter sends his regards, and then they charge oh. his ass. He's he starts fighting back. He's fighting back. He goes into a John on the floor to Eichner, and Bartel comes out of nowhere and jumps over the ring steps with a spinning European while he's in the John Wu. It was so awesome. Bartel and Eichner beat his ass and go. Walter sends his regards, meaning we're getting oh. Balor and Walter. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I, sign me up for that. 100%. Yeah, I was like, I can mess with this. I'm, I'm into this. <laughs> I was like, I'm good. Let's, we, we can make this Send happen. I mean, I'm fine with that. Him and uh, Devlin, you know, they, they could be, you know, the, the Irish such and such, the Irish aces or whatever the hell they want to do. The Guinness bros. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm all for that 120%. I mean, who experienced, experienced veteran, um, you know, Devitt is against, you know, a big monster like that. It's not going to affect him in defeat. I think that's the match to get Walter back on track after that abysmal uh, appearance uh, in Chicago there uh, during Survivor Series. So, oh, I was just, all right. 
right, you mean that NXT Tampa Walter, please. Like, here you go. What? What are we talking? Walter? What? Who? Huh? Yeah, Walter and Which, Valor. Which, by the way, uh, uh, friend of the show, contributor of the show, too, uh, David uh, Ritter, who's uh, attending AEW Revolution tonight, uh, sent me a picture of Raven and Tommy Dreamer, which is awesome, because, you know, C2E2 and, and, and whatnot. But the craziest thing, especially from Chicago and, and, and whatnot, uh, Sven Gulli. Uh, who's kind of like uh, the Joe Bob Briggs of the uh, the Chicagoland area, always uh, airing cheesy ass movies, but you know had has has that 1950s you know type type of effect. Was in the middle interviewing them, and to me it was the coolest picture ever. But then Dave also <laughs> said he talked to Dreamer and Raven because he's wearing his uh, Madness uh, Macho uh, Man jacket there and. They were just talking to Dave and uh, and and the boys there about uh, some Macho Man stories there. So pretty damn cool. Pretty damn cool. Who? All right. Now that we've we've learned that we're gonna get Balter and Balor and the uh, the excitement of that, let's talk into the fight. We'll, we'll do into the let's 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 do this. We'll take we'll, we'll do DDT into the fight. Yes. We'll, we'll talk Super Showdown whether we want to talk for five minutes or not. And then we'll close with our AEW preview since that starts in uh, 70 minutes. So Bean just got the ring, so that's what I'm <laughs> watching as we'll talk. DDT, not in it dramatic, but of course we're going to talk uh, DDT into the 2020, as Ryan said. Oh, um, oh, good. Really damn good card, about a little under 1,200 fans over in Karukin. Is that uh, pretty good attendance there? Uh, Corkin, usually DDT does almost does does, does about sixteen hundred, so a little down, which surprised me. Um, this card was really good, and when you stack really it on stack paper, card. yeah, like on on paper, um, I love I I love how the uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro um, from the uh, from the dojo. Uh, I'm looking at results. It says attendance zero. Oh no! Because <laughs> obviously you know there's no fan there. <laughs> Better yeah, than Basara's 64. Uh, yeah, Basara's got some tight shields. Um, yeah, DDT usually does about 1,600 on their core, because I know last year the the show, the day before Wrestle Kingdom, they did, I think, 1704 was standing room. It was okay. it was tough to see. It was awesome, though. That was the uh, the Stronghearts versus All Out six-man where, uh, where T-Hawk ripped Kanosuke Takashita's chest open with chops. So that was awesome. But, uh, yeah, let's get into DDT into the fight. Opening match, did, couldn't ask for anything better. This is exactly the way you make something like this happen. I went two and a half, Alex. Man, Pauly defeats Kaigo Nakamura. And <laughs> two and a half? Nine. Hell, yeah. Give me, give me a perfectly average Screw it match. all. Give it a perfect five. Come on. Man, <laughs> Pauly representing, you know, giving a lose score the win. That was pretty, pretty that's cool. That's what the hell that's called. I could, so, for the life of me. This match for two minutes, 35 seconds. That's why I liked it as much as I did. Cause, <laughs> cause it, I mean, it was perfect. Kaigo Nakamura was trying to, like, do something to these got, giant guys. They're just like, get out of here. You it was kid. longer than the Lesnar match. <laughs> Not and Trevor match. And I have Mad Polly via lunge splash to Kaigo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God, 
I was gonna, I was gonna say via the Austin Splash Punch move, but I I, I could not Austin Splash. <laughs> oh my God, I want to see an Austin Splash right now. So uh, put, no lie, put who does though? Splash. It's the Mad Paul. It's the Mad Polly Press. I just it was Forever like I said. Hit. I would I would two and a half on it because they didn't overstay. They walked. They went in there. They, Kaigo Nakamura got to tell a little bit of a story because yeah. you know just like he's sandwiched between big old dudes. Well, it's just like uh, Kota Omeda. They yeah. know how to tell a fun little story with their young lions. Where when Umeda left, we were sad. We were bummed. You know, they're doing it with Kaigo Nakamura. He's this feisty, bald little dude that's just gonna fight at you and bite at your ankles. Hey, he got Yukio Naka out of the ring. Like, and I mean, granted, that's what that would set up downfall. But to get his big old, big old, stuff, you know, kind of, you know, over the ropes there, pretty damn impressive. Kigo Nakamura just was like so confused, like what's going on? Okay, what spirit here? So he put Goldberg in his finisher, but yet go uh, who? But yeah, it was a fun fine match. You know, it was a good way to start it. I rewound it. I rewound that match. Uh, Mad Polly, Yukio Naya, and of course Kigo Nakamura about five times because I was getting my set and everything like that. And everyone was like, "Wait, how did Mad Polly just win?" And then I rewind it, go back my phone, you know, and set up notes. I'm like, wait, huh? You know, trying to figure out the English and not the Japanese, you know, uh, and such. And I, I said, rewound it. Finally, I was able to watch it. And I was like, oh, okay. That's nice. And, you know, two and a half, that's, that's fair. It's better yeah, than what I'm watching look, so far. So That two and a half minute match was was better than most shit I see on Raw every week. So I'll take it, man. <laughs> oh, um, man. Easy end for Pauly that night, that's for sure. Easy end. This was my third favorite of the night. This I went three and three quarters on this next match. Um, uh, d- a disaster box, Naomi Yoshimura, Toru Washi tagged with Mizuki Watase to take on Eruption, the new stable in uh, DDT. Uh, Kazusada Haguchi, Saki Akai, and Yukio Sakaguchi. Yeah. The bomb on uh, Mizuki Watase. Get the victory in 8-20. I love Eruption. With Haguchi uh, so and Sakaguchi coming out in their like their white like like uh, tuck, like their white suit coats, but they're all different kind of suit coats. And they all got the logo. Mm-hmm. Sakaguchi's got the you know obviously she's got the little one. Haguchi's got kind of more of the shoulder style, and then Sakaguchi has like the giant trench coat. They just look so awesome as a group. They work well, and it, it mm-hmm. DDT does such a good job that it doesn't feel awkward that it's. Saki Akai's in the middle of the stable. You know what I mean? Like when she's in there, yeah. she, she's getting bumped around by Naomi Oshimura early, and it just it was just like whatever. Like she's yeah, good, I love. She was really like, good. come on, come on, and Saki Akai's like, okay, let's go. She's taking her bum. She was you know getting all that, and again that match just ended all of a sudden. And he's like, oh god, we're not going to talk about that, but no, we're going to talk Saki Akai because I love me some Saki Akai, and she was you know taking the bumps. I loved how she got the flex. On long-haired Suwama, um, and uh, you know it was. <laughs> I'm not sure what I was like. Long, long-haired Suwama, minus blonde streak. But yeah, no, it was a fun match. You know, I'm uh, you know you know me. I'm all about Saki Akai. She was on my top five women wrestlers 2019 there. So um, yeah, it was it was all good. So no complaints. It's, it's the thing that blows me away with Saki Akai, why I like it so much, is 2018, when I watched their 1-4 show that they did, it was uh, Shoko Nakajima 
and Yuka Sakazaki, who Sakazaki, I think, was one of the best wrestlers, doesn't matter gender, in the world. Um, they're the Miraclians, and they face Saki Akai and, um, damn, I can't remember her name, but they were Neo Mishikigun. Uh, oh, uh, Azusa Christie, that was her name. And oh. Saki Akai was just not that good. She came up with the Black Rose. And, you know, she was under Azusa Christie's, like, she dressed like a nun, her spell or whatever, kind of <laughs> kind of like the Udamaro and Izanagi thing with Purple Haze in all Japan. But oh, Saki yeah. I, was oh, just, I was like, man, she's got a ways to go. And over the last two years, it, it's remarkable how, how much better she's gotten. And I credit it to the fact that she's been working a lot of DDT, and she's in there with the guys, and they treat her the same. And she gets better. Like, she's drastically mm-hmm. gotten better. It's why I love watching Chihiro Hashimoto, who we'll talk about. Um, yes. I want to see her and Jordan Grace go at oh, it since they're doppelgangers. I mean, she is tremendous. Like, well, and the fact that she was in the deal last year in the DDT's Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Yep, like, yep. That's yeah, right. She, that, and that's why, you know, and I'll give you your props for putting them over, but, but uh, Sinshiro Takagi, he does such a great job with these companies because mm-hmm. he doesn't care who you are or what you are. He will make it work, and everybody improves, and it's been great. Eruption, man, it's it's a breath of fresh air. They're going to be in that six-man title scene this year, I can guarantee you. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, they're they're doing it gender wrestling by not making it a big thing, which I will say a lot of people, call. you know, Call. Who on, on Tessa Blanchard, you know, when the Impact Championship, whatnot, you know, I, I would like to see her and Ace Austin. I'd like to see that match. Um, you know, and now we got Valkyrie, you know, challenging uh, Tessa for the uh, Impact Heavyweight Championship. You know, I don't watch the shows, you know, at all. I don't know how they're showing them or, or perceiving them. As long as they don't make it a big deal, it'll work. Because as long as the product is good, we will watch and we'll support if you're a true wrestling fan. And that's what DDT, you know, the Japanese wrestling landscape of primarily DDT does so well. And, and, and Takagi, you know, as you were saying, you know, just, just knows how to manage it. Hell, we could even say Game Change Wrestling or uh, the uh, the Territory or what was that that 20-part series that they had on? Yeah, Beyond there. So, I mean, they're doing great stuff there. And again, as long as it's not like, oh, you know, this or that. You know, people whining, and it's just straight wrestling in the well, end. And that's what's so good, too. Like, I'm glad you brought that up, because when you watch DDT, they don't make it a big deal that, oh, my God, Saki Akai is going to face, you know, Mizuki Watase. You know, it's just, hey, look, it's Kazusada Haguchi, Saki Akai, and Yukio Sakaguchi. It's all three members of Eruption. They just, it's just, they just treat it like rest. And that's almost the best thing, too, because everybody's so into the, the gender you know, making everything so equal, but then they're yep. like, oh my god, a man's going to wrestle a woman. Well, DDT's just like, they're on the roster, so we will book mm-hmm. them accordingly as to what their storyline is and angle for the roster. It's just, it, that's why it works. That's why it works. It's, oh, it's like how the E had it with Nia Jackson, and Randy Orton. did make too big of a deal out of it. They were just like, oh man, she's stepping to him, she's stepping to her, RKO here, you know, and, and it just worked that moment we're like ooh, you know what are they going to do and then you know they're shutting the uh the forbidden door you know one of the best matches of last year and i didn't get it on my ballot or you know pitch it to be on a ballot because i didn't watch enough of the company so your fin balance 
um, Finn Balor was uh, Chris Statlander and Joey Janela. Yeah. No, there was nothing brought about it other than, hey, it's Chris Statlander versus Joey Janela. It was incredible. That was that on series, right? Uncharted. Yeah, that was beyond, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, beyond Uncharted. Yeah. I remember hearing a lot about that match. You know, kind of towards the end of the year. You know, kind of whether it was on the Twitter sphere, Facebook, or what have you. So I, that, that's something I, I, I'll have to check there. Um, interwebs. But yeah, I heard a lot of good stuff on that. I still want to see that cruise match on the Jericho cruise, where it was Omega and Riho uh, taking on I forget who. Was it Kip and Penelope? Um, so, I mean, that would make sense. So, but yeah, I heard that was actually a pretty, pretty damn good match. So, you know, it also was ironically a pretty good, pretty damn good match. Did Shoko Dino, Super Stuff the Dango Machine, yeah. and Giamato, <laughs> Kazuki Rada, and Shinya. Match Oki. of the Year candidate. <laughs> um, Dino, Satsudango, and Urano all come out wearing these Satsudango masks. <laughs> you got to prevent the coronavirus, Dino. man. Her, uh, Yamato, Harada, and Aoki come out wearing the masks as well. So then the referee puts one on as well. <laughs> and fun match, and I'm watching this going, wow, oh there's not God. a lot of comedy in this match. Like, it's good, but it's like, it's a good match. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. I went three and a half. I, I was really into it. And I'm like, but they're not doing comedy. I'm a little confused. Then they start brawling to the locker room. Then they come out of the locker room and they're brawling, and I'm kind of looking, I'm like, Somebody's wearing jeans. And then I realized there's a seventh guy, and he's wearing a Sasabago mask. I'm trying to count off, like, oh, it's me. Like, Aoki's like, it's me. Because he has that voice. And Harada's like, it's me. And Dino. And, yeah. and they're all counting, and the ref's counting. And the ref takes out his mask, and it's me. And all of a sudden, the guy in the jeans takes off the mask, and Dino's like, it's Danny. And then he rolls yeah. his eyes into the back of his head. He falls over like it's the ring. The The building goes black. And then they're just all gone. And it's a no contest. I have never laughed so hard in my life. The guy's in the life. ring. <laughs> talking about other matches coming up. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, the announcer guy's like, main event. And I'm like, wait. Yeah. No explanation whatsoever. No, but I loved how Dino was, so good. you know, just stops the Match and just like, all right, roll call everybody. Yeah, you know, so I was like, hell. brilliant. <laughs> yeah. This and is then great. Sasadango machine had to take off his mask, and everyone was like, oh, <laughs> we know. Like, muscles the guy is still here. <laughs> God, that was, it was a lot good. of fun. It was a lot oh, of fun. good. And then they're like doing a recount, and then <laughs> Danny or whatever his name is isn't taking his mask off. They finally are like, wait a minute, who are you? The Daddy? dude in street clothes. Everyone, and, then, and the gasp from the audience was the oh way. my god! <gasps> when, when his eyes roll into his head, he falls over like he just got killed, and the, yeah. the crowd, <laughs> oh, like it's a horror movie, and everyone panics and runs, and like you said, the lights go out. They come back on in Cork and the guy's like, next match. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> well, didn't you text me like it was like a Japanese horror film? Yeah. I don't, like I don't at the end the there? <laughs> I don't remember the exact, but I loved it. It was so freaking good. It was so, it, and I think what made it so good was the fact that they weren't doing any comedy. And you're like... Yeah, this is just weird that there's no comedy on any of this. Like, they're, they're playing it so serious. 
Oh, the comedy, let's be real. They're all wearing the same mask. That's yeah. comedy bit. But, yeah, That's it's not true. an overindulgence, you know, uh, Densako match or, or Super Sasadango. You know, the PowerPoint. Thankfully, that was in the pre-match. But uh, it was just a lot of fun. I, you, you won me over. Four stars. Three and a half, four stars. Oh, I was dying, man. I was like, this is so funny. And then the next match, all of a sudden, next year, I'm like, Seema's in this big, what? It's a cow, huh? Uh, just random three-way tag match. I mean, uh, Shima, Soma Takao, hashtag strong hearts. Uh, now, whatever Nick Jackson said nine months ago. Uh, taking up Hiroshima. Ueno and uh, Masahiro Takanashi and Makoto Uishi. Uh, I'm assuming that's the team I had known who it was, uh, but a very uh, Billy and Chuck-esque type team, which ain't nothing wrong with that. Damn cool. It was great to see uh, Takao go with that frog slash there for the win, but uh, fun match. Shima getting that crowd. That's why I was like, this guy's a part of, you know, that damnation uh, match there, because he was getting that love from the crowd. He was the Shima thing. It was great to see, um, but when it all came down to it and the business, uh, it was just a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, this this was good, and it was fast too. Like it was, it was. And a Shima nice wanted those chops. Him and Hiroshima, that was tight. I said, sign me up for that one on one. He was taking those chops, those kicks from Hiroshima, like he's like, come on, let's go, puffing out his chest. It was really cool to see that. Hopefully, we get a one on one, a one on one in the future. Yeah, good, good finish too. Sobotsukawa gets the frog splash on Makoto Oishi for the finish. Um, it's you. Know, you can tell that the Stronghearts have influence in everything they do because everything is just stepped up, and, and the mm-hmm. matches are just that much better. It was fun, man. It was a lot of fun. I went three and a half on it. Damn that! Um, <laughs> I did a also did three and a half on the next match to eight man tag. Daisuke Sasaki and Tetsuya Endo of Damnation. Tag you gave Elvin this the and- same as that comedy match. No, the yeah, I I thought all three of these matches. I went three and a half on all three of these matches. Wow, I'm surprised. I mean, granted, there was a lot of quick pins, you know, kind of in the middle there, which I'm like, why are you rushing? You know, some some of the, these results. That was the only aspect I I had. I was like, why are they, you know, well, trying I'm, to get this I'm wrapped up pretty quick? To, I'm also rushing because we got 53 minutes left, and I know how much we talk. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. But no, this was fun too. Like it was elimination style. It was a good match. Mm-hmm. This is the problem. Okay, so the reason I went the same three and a half as I did on the the six man comedy is the six man comedy match overseeded my expectations tenfold. This yeah. match, there were so many good people in this match that I was like, ah, I I guess I just expected more. I mean, like I said, Daisuke Sasaki, Tetsuya Endo, El Limitiog, the Super Team. Akito, Shin Makatsumata, Yuki Ino, and Chihiro Hashimoto, who she's incredible from, from Sendai Girls. Yeah. Um, we end out, Endo taps Akito, him and T-Hawk are the two survivors. It was really good, don't get me wrong, but the the surprise of how fun the Dino match was yeah. is why I have them, have them equal, if that makes sense. So because it's more or less, explain to me what this Saitama Super Arena sword entails. Are you, are you talking about the um, the the anywhere to challenge thing? The the giant 
board that uh, that uh, Daisuke Sasaki carried the ring to, and then Endo oh, walked out with that. That sword entitles that he is allowed, or he will challenge for the DDT championship at Saitama. Whoever has that sword. So just because he got a pinfall in an eight-man match. No, he he won that like two months ago. Yeah, but. Sasaki walked down with it, and Endo walked out with it. Yep. If you so don't, he gets Akito's right to challenge them, which I don't he why. Gets, he gets, Endo gets Sasaki's right to challenge. Because no, because Akito pinned Sasaki, which then that's how he got right. Yep. And, and then, then with Endo, Endo pinning, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So the way that the, the way oh, that that's the, how it that. goes, okay, sure. <laughs> because <laughs> because the Saitama Super Arena is a twenty thousand seat building, like this is like their Wrestle Kingdom where they're going balls to the wall to do it. If you want to challenge for that title at their biggest show in the company's history, every match you're in, that thing's on the line. Interesting. I like that. That's so, a different aspect. So any match from here on out that Tatsuya Endo's in, if he doesn't get the pin, he loses it. So if you're Tetsuya Endo, you're pushing your partner out of the way if you're in a tag to keep the win. Ooh, I just got bruschetta delivered. Thank you, baby. Damn, look at you getting food. I'm going to text Jen. This is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I got lemon pepper wings coming up, too, so homemade. Damn, Alex getting food delivered. On air again. You gotta help me. You gotta help me win this <laughs> war. Man, I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess I'm good where it counts. Damn, I'm, I, I I fail miserably where it counts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like a poor man outside. Like, hey, uh, maybe if you want to try something different. Okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> Looks like I'm gonna go back to my PC now. <laughs> we had our big two oh. matches. Pete isn't here yet. She said, "Oh, shit, <sighs> I might get I love it. Let's go." <laughs> um, <laughs> big two matches. Alex, I went four and a half on this next match. I love it. The rating doesn't like. I enjoyed this match more than the rating gives because right now this is it. This, I feel like this match is in my. In one of my favorite matches of the year, but it's not Ooh. rated that high, so it's kind of a give or take. But this was so awesome. Chris Brooks Agreed. defeats Kanosuke Takashi to become the first ever DDT Universal Champion. And he beats him with a Scorpion Deathlock and then a turn yeah. and a, a uh, Buddha pin. It's a crack. Scorpion figure floor for like bridge pin. It was like an homage to yeah. Ric Flair. Bret Hart and Sting, <laughs> and then also Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, like an FU to that. Like I'm gonna do it better. Like, like exactly that. It was just, he does a Scorpion Deathlock, but then turns in the middle of it and bridges like Zack Sabre and does a Hindu onto his head. It was so awesome. But man, this match was so freaking good. Kanosuke Takashita playing the over cocky babyface, who you were, you know, we both talked about is he heel? Is he getting heel? What's yeah. going on? That He's difference, man. He's a phantom with a shirt. Um, they're fighting the crowd. Chris Brooks does a spot where he elevates Kanosuke Takashita in between the bleachers at Corican mm-hmm. and he climbs oh, the bleachers so cool. and puts on um, some. Oh, so You good. were there. 
You were next I was, to those bleachers. I was, I, was, I was sitting next to those railings. I had a corner seat for Kentel Bihara and Kai on one three nineteen. Damn it. Um, I didn't know where to go from there, so I just thought, damn it, was a, an appropriate way to do it. But uh, <laughs> dude, this match was so awesome. It was so good. And, and what made it so good was they did just enough to throw callbacks to the last Cork and show yes. over the summer, but they didn't overdo it to the point that they gave you something new with so many different things. They had so many crazy pin combinations at the end. Kanosuke Takashita hits his swanton from the middle rope or from the top rope um, onto a seated Chris Brooks. You think it's the finish. Brooks still gets out, goes through more roll-ups. And then the ultimate pin we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Beats Takashita, and I didn't think Brooks had a chance to win this match. <laughs> like I truly, especially with it being the inaugural DDT yeah. Universal Championship match. You know, you think you give it to Takashita, but hey, Chris Brooks has been earning his keep since we all thought he was going to be the OG Death Rider in New Japan, and yeah. then them, you know, kind of play it off on that. I mean, Chris Brooks. I mean, whew, I mean, with Mox just the transitioning from a you know from a company that you're so you know uh you know uh pinpointed to you know like Moxley was with WWE and Brooks of course with Progress and what have you them you know kind of making moves in Japan you know just elevating them even more Brooks has found such a great home you know with DDT you know as he stated numerous times on Twitter on the show and just to think what we're going to get next you know, for yeah. for this DDT Universal title, Chris Brooks and, and Sasaki, let's go. Yeah, well, and that's the thing we talked about. Like, Brooks has is, is found, like, a new calling in it. But we all know the importance of what Kanosuke Takashita is to this company. Oh, Chris for sure. Brooks is you. Like, DDT, man, kudos to you guys for bringing the guy in and then and showing him the love. I mean, look, he, he said he's dedicated to you guys and you're using him. Just tremendous. This match is so awesome, man. I freaking loved this match. Oh, it was so This awesome. rivalry, these two, this is just quarters. another excellent chapter in I what they do. Four and three quarters. Nice. I love it. I love it. Great match. No, I thought this was tremendous. And then when Takashita gets Brooks, you know, he pulls the, the Super Cena move, you know, they're on the ground. And then Takashita just, like, picks him up and gets him onto, you know, the, the top turnbuckle. And then essentially just gives him a, a brain falling brain bust as he falls down onto the turnbuckle. Top oh, turnbuckle yeah, was air, just insane. air raid crash on the top rope. Yeah, like, my holy, god. Holy, and that was the other thing too is they're doing all sorts of crazy spots where Chris Brooks is on the top rope and Chris Brooks is going to Tiger Suplex Kanosuke Takashita, and then Takashita somehow counters it and slides underneath him. And now he's trying to throw yep. Chris Brooks off. But then he goes back up, and then Brooks counters. Now Brooks is on the ground, and he's trying to do something to Takashita. Like, it was so good. And the fact that Kanosuke Takashita treated this like this was a Peter Pan or an Ultimate Dance Party or Judgment. Like, Kanosuke yeah. Takashita treated this match like this was the main event of a big, you know, one of the big three for DDT. And he, you know, I love Chris Brooks, you know, WrestleCast, we are a fan of Chris Brooks. Everybody knows that. But Kenosuke Takashita is one of the best in the world. Chris Brooks is not as good as Kenosuke Takashita. And I'm not trying to say that as a, a slight to Chris Brooks. But Kenosuke Takashita took that Kento Miyahara approach, and he brought Chris Brooks with him. 
And this was such a good showing from Brooks because he rode that train and did everything he could to stay with Takashita. And that's why this is so fantastic. And then, like I mean, you mentioned, after the match, Sasaki comes out, jumps him, steals the title. So now we're going to get Damnations. Uh, you know, we're going to get Damnation versus the Calamari Drunk Kings. Does this mean we're going to get a Masahiro Takanashi against Tetsuya Endo? Sign me up. Oh, yeah, for sure we will. I mean, oh Chris God. Brooks, is he affiliated with all? No, obviously not with, with All Out. But, I mean, what I like about um, Takashita is, you know, again, going back to that uh, wonderful Viceland uh, hour on, on GDT there, um, you know, it got me to a point where I was like, okay, to me, this is, I mean, he's not at that Rainmaker level yet, but he is that guy because he's still very, very young, where I think he is the face of DDT wrestling. He is that Okada-esque. And then you have, you know, Endo and Sasaki. Uh, Sasaki. Um, sorry, that was horrible. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Sasaki, you know, kind of being like the LIJ, you know, uh, Tetsuya Naito, you know, type of, type of guys there where, you know, all outs like Chaos, Damnations, you know, your Los and Gabernoblos, you know, and Chris Brooks just, you know, like, all right, here I am, you know, the Osprey, if you will. Um, not saying because they're both Brits, but, you know, it's just, you know, there's a lot of awesome similarities with, you know, th- these characters, not saying wrestling-wise, but, you know, how they kind of have their, their, their top guys here and, you know, where they put them into these, you know, different shows in the company. And, you know, Brooks and Takashita, I know Takashita said, this is my rival. You know, this is who I want, you know, to have great matches with, and they continue to do that. And Chris Brooks, Pray to whoever you pray to. You didn't have Seth Rollins uh, in this Universal Championship match because then you would be on the shelf for nine months. Being the first champion, of course. Seth Rollins wishes he was Chris Brooks. Sorry. It's just the truth. Um, Main event of the show, Masato Tanaka, which in 2020, we're still talking about Masato Tanaka. Defends the DDT championship against Mao. And Alex, I'm going to tell you right off the bat every time I watch Mao wrestle, I feel like he is one of the most underrated wrestlers in the entire world because he's there for every spot. His mm-hmm. facials are always there for anything he does. He sells everything, he knows when, when to get in position. I feel like we underrate how good Mao is. No, obviously with with Eichmann last year, with that match yeah, last year, that guy true. was boom. Him and you, know, uh, God, not not Powerball. Um, you know the the tag guy, the oh, Canadian who's Mike banned Bailey. in America. Yes, yeah, Mike Bailey. Bailey. So the tag team where my reminds me of that that ticking time bomb. You know, it has that promo edge where it's so different, but it's still like technically wrestling, you know, but but he will all of a sudden turn it on to 120 miles an hour and just run and run and then, you know, get a you know, uh, a foursome of plastic buckets full of you know, legs and, and rubber keys and, you know, give a rush leg sweep to a guy in his 50s who's still throwing mad roaring elbows. This is just a fun match. Mao, to me, I love how now he's focusing on that singles race and It'll be great to kind of see him and Chris Brooks down the line, you know, him yeah. going for another title. So, I mean, a lot of fun. I thought him and, and Tanaka killed it. I mean, Tanaka 
diving really to the outside up to a table. I mean, and Tanaka, you know, extending his yeah. hand at the end and showing respect and saying, you know, when, uh, when I wanted to go Mao crazy. I had a rubber ducky in my shorts just so I can get that Mao edge. Giving that respect to him back. I mean, it was There's just so many a great thing ducks. to see. So yeah. many rubber ducks. Masato Tanaka turned 47 yesterday, by the way. And he is he's having the best run of his career. Like, I know everybody talks about his ECW run, which they should. Um, people who know Puro talk a lot about his FMW run at the end with uh, Mr. Ganeske, Tetsuhiro Corona, Mike Awesome, Hayabusa, guys like that. But this DDT run since the Grand Prix in December, he has been on fire. Just on him and Mao have this crazy match. Mao takes one of his plastic uh, plastic storage crates and he jumps and lands on the top rope. That spring to the top rope was incredible. And he jumps off and breaks over Tanaka's head. Tanaka then decides to splash him through a table. Like, this dude is having better matches now than he did in the 90s when he was in his <laughs> 20s. Like, think about this. Think about this. Masato and Tanaka he's adapting was, to the newer style. Like, he adapted to the ECW style. Not just against, you know, one of the best rivalries ever. Fight me, bro, on it uh, with Mike Awesome. But what he's doing with with these new crop of, of wrestlers over in DDT, it's just wonderful to see. Well, think of this too. He's he's working balls, Mahoney, and guys like that in ECW. He's twenty five years old having those matches, which were which Jeez. were great. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's forty seven right now, and he goes in there and he's like, "Hey, Mao, you ready to do some shit?" And they're like, "Yep." And then him and Mao just have this fantastic contest. His his deal Grand Prix was tremendous. Mm-hmm. I went four and a quarter. It was a fantastic match. Uh, Masato Tanaka wins with two sliding Dangan bullets. Yeah. The first one, he murders Mao. Mao kicks out. Stag- sits there staggered. Eats another huge roaring elbow. Dangan bullet gets the victory. I'm wearing I'm wearing my Masato, uh, Masato Tanaka Dangan bullet shirt that I got from Corkin Hall. I got it. At, I, I got it last year at Corkin Hall at the Zero One show. When I was like, hey, can I have a picture? He goes, buy a shirt. I went, all right, cool, man. And I was like, all right, I bought your Dan Gamble shirt. Give me the damn picture. And then uh, Shinjiro Otani was nice enough to just fake one with me because he didn't have any merch. But shut up, Otani. He signed it out. That was like so two hours after did, we were at In the picture, is he giving you an elbow? Throwing an elbow, and I'm throwing one too. We, we got to Tokyo. I don't like that. And like, all. Two hours later. This isn't Captain like, America Iron Man. <laughs> Two hours after take we that. Tokyo, we were like, let's just walk down to Corkin and just see what's going on. And we're like, oh my God, there's a wrestling. I was like, that's Masato Tanaka. And Isaiah's like, yeah, I don't know what that means. I'm like, that's fine, whatever. But that's Masato Tanaka. We're going in. There. Yo, Gabba. I bought my first shirt. My first shirt I ever bought in Tokyo was the Dangan Bullet Masato Tanaka. But uh, I'm sure you appreciate part... it now. Oh, dude, I love Tanaka, man. He's so good. So good. The only gripe I had with this, Alex, was at the end of the match, Kanosuke Takashita came out and challenges Tanaka for the title. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, you just lost to Chris Brooks, and now you're coming out for sloppy seconds, and you look like a Whoa. geek. He looked like a freaking geek. To and be fact- fair, through translation, uh-huh. sir, Masato Tanaka said, challenge anyone but who I want to face 
is Takashita. Okay, so he, so he kind of laid okay. the challenge out to Takashita. And Takashita comes on. He's like, it doesn't matter that you just lost. He's like, I want to face the best of the best. He's like, you are on my top three. He's like, I already beat the other two. You're next on the list. Let's go. And Takashita accepted. Now so that's, that's fair. How it goes down. That's fair. Because I ultimately said, Takashita's got to be champion going into Saitama. Because you you got to have Kenny Omega and Takashita Saitama. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. So, okay, I can live with it knowing that. I didn't I didn't see that. I started fast forwarding and I was a little confused. And I was like, mm, I thought the same I thing, but I saw I saw a translation. I was like, okay, that's cool. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> you that know, makes like, sense. It's, it's, it's kind of like uh, Kento Miyahara challenging Suwama on March thirteenth because he's like, Suwama. when I pass. Uh, Toshiaki Kawada's title record. I want to challenge someone from the back, someone from the past. And then, and then he gets obviously, um, <clears throat> as the announcer says, Suwama! Which is so I love that. Um, guys, DDT into the fight. Go out of your way to check it out. It was tremendous. A lot of fun. It Great show. It tremendous. It's like two we and a half hours. You just skip the first 20 minutes and the last, like, Five minutes, unless you know Japanese and listen to Takashita and, and Tanaka Gab, Gab like gals. <laughs> so we have two shows left to review, or we have one show to review and one to preview. In the last oh. 35 minutes of the show. This, this next review will go very fast. But before we take the review, we'll get a phone call. Friend of the show, man who has been with us before, 732. What's going on, sir? Hey guys, how you doing? Long time no talk. It's Nick from uh, New Jersey. Nick Victor Alley, what's going on, man? Some of our some of our favorite calls that we've gotten NFL draft wise with uh, Sportscast Radio. Always a pleasure to have the bad scientists on the show. You you had something you wanted to get off your chest. This is the perfect stopping point because we ha- we we had to talk Kanosuke Takashita Masato Tanaka, but in the break, oh, here, I just I just overheard what do you call it? I just overheard it, and uh, I got to be honest with you guys. I don't really follow DDT, but I haven't followed DDT since the uh, Omega, since Omega and Ibushi were in DDT. To be honest with you, but yeah. from what I understand now, because I always thought after they left, DDT was like the quote-unquote joke of uh, of Japan. Apparently, I am dead wrong now. I'm going to try to catch. I'm gonna to try to catch that. What do you call it? The Takashita Brooks and the Mal uh, Tanaka match. Yeah, and I would be absolutely psyched for Takashita versus Tanaka, and then hopefully, hopefully, Takashita versus Omega. Oh, and, and Alex, as you always talk about the. Uh, um, that would be who awesome. Did, who did the uh, the awesome awesome hour long tribute? I can't remember what they're called. The, that that you always talk about with with uh, the documentary. Oh, uh, the wrestlers on uh, Viceland. Viceland, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Fitzgerald, check out Viceland. They did an hour show just on DDT, and it's it's post Abushi Omega. It's all mm-hmm. the newer stuff. It's so good. It it really and Abushi's in it. everything. He That's talks, true. Abushi you know, kind is of. In it. 
he, he kind well, of talks, you know, his beginning with uh, DDT there, and and I was the same with you. I remember Ryan had me watch it, and I was like, and I texted, like, why are you making me watch this garbage? You know, it's like dudes running around wearing craziness and this and that. I'm like, what what are you doing? And then progressively, you know, I was like, oh, it's a mixture. It can be fun. It's wrestling. You know, I get it. And then watching that one hour special, I was like, oh, I'm I'm all in. I totally understand what you're doing yeah, as a I'm business. Gonna, They're the alternative. You know, it's not your pan all the time. It's on YouTube. Well, the reason why I'm calling, though, is because I think time should be deserved to what could possibly be very catastrophic for the industry itself, especially what we're seeing right now in Japan with NJPW canceling the anniversary show and the new Japan cup due to the coronavirus. Yep. And I'm like, okay, they're canceling, they're giving refunds. Fine. As long as they make it up down the road, I'm okay with this. But if this is something that is extremely prolonged, if this is something that cannot be contained for two, three, four months at a time, you're talking pretty much. And this is, only New Japan. Yeah. You're talking Sakura Genesis. Yeah. You're talking wrestling, wrestling Dankatsu. Yep. And you're talking Dominion. Yep. Good call. You're talking, Good call. you're talking three major cards, one, and two, you're talking about the road to in various different locations. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you call? The other thing is... AJPW just came out with their with their brackets for their big uh, for for their version of the G1 climax. But now, but now you have to look at those cards and wonder are they going to get through it? And the same thing for DDT. You're talking about their next major, you know, one of their big three. You know, we're, we just saw Wrestle One fold shop, which I'm yeah. going to call this right now. I'm going to call this right now. Russell One becomes NXT, NXT Japan. Yep, yep. You're running Nakamura versus Sotaro Ishino in your first big major show for their title. I, I mean, well, I can see I'm, it right in front of me. And I'm, and, and I'm actually thinking Kizumudo versus whoever they can bring, whoever they can bring in from NXT yep. UK or NXT as like a, as a special attraction match. Kind of sort of like what they did with. Uh, Liger a couple of years ago when he when he faced um, when Tyler he faced Breeze. Uh, Tyler Breeze. So yeah, but this is a very, what do you call? Another thing is we have to. Worry I don't about get political too Vince. much, but what if Vince and 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 the president elect uh, created this smokescreen of the coronavirus <laughs> just so they can finally <laughs> get NXT Japan? One. That's horrible. But <laughs> what do you call? when Stephanie but Stephanie McMahon in her interview with the Tampa Bay Times. There is the, the very small, yes. but the distinct mm-hmm. possibility of WrestleMania being canceled. And let me tell you something. If WrestleMania gets canceled, do you want to see WWE tank worse than what they're doing financially? You're talking about their pretty much their cash cow, WrestleMania, yeah. which is WrestleMania. They lose that. You could pretty much put their financials in the crapper for at least two quarters, and 
yeah, it might get a little dicey. It yeah. might get dicey for them. I mean, they are multi- listen. They're multi. They're a multi-billion-dollar company, but with all the crap that they have last quarter, when they fired their you know their their, their top brass, you know Vince is now trying to sell pay-per-views to say ESPN or Fight TV or whatever, in which you're pretty much making the WWE network almost almost obsolete. You know, it's almost what do you call it? It's it's not a not a good time if you're a WWE if you're if you work for WWE right now. Yeah, that's that's so crazy to think too that they're shopping those those pay per views to ESPN plus they're. They're favored at like 160 million or some crazy number, which I don't necessarily agree with. I'm not spending sixty dollars to watch Roadblock End of the Line. I'm spending ten dollars and I don't watch it. Why would I spend sixty? What do you? I'm just what do you call? I'm stunned because people joined the WWE Network for one reason and one reason only to watch pay per views for nine ninety nine a month. Gone is the day of spending fifty, sixty dollars on a pay per view, unless you're just doing four pay per views per, per year, not twelve or fifteen. Yeah, that's why it works because the storylines can progress. Not hey, let's rush you know two or three weeks in between these two pay per views that we're gonna have. And that's what I appreciated and realized, you know, kind of going back over the last couple of Dynamite shows. I'm like. Oh, it's breathable. It's it is like you know watching yeah. Nitro back in the day where you know you only have four or five shows and you're like oh exactly. you can let it breathe and you know that's why I think Revolution is such a great did, it's gonna be such I, a great show. I know you guys are going to talk. I know you guys are going to talk about this. You're going to talk about Super Showdown, but <laughs> if you want to talk about the biggest crap show walking on the effing <laughs> planet right now, no. And no, no, not not because the wrestling was so bad, but the thinking behind the booking that started at Super Showdown and ended last night on SmackDown, it made me just want to, like, bang my head against the wall. One, you pretty much buried Ricochet. You pretty much buried the poor guy. I mean, I actually thought it was going to be a halfway decent match because we all know Brock Lesnar, you know, against smaller more life guys has great yep. matches, especially when he's motivated. They yep. think Ricochet looks so weak. There's no way. Oh, my God. Bad. There's no a- redemption arc there now oh. because, I mean, Brian, he wasn't, you know, they didn't give him a Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, CM Punk, uh, and, and Balor type of matchup, which I was expecting. Heyman yeah, allegedly is, is a Ricochet guy, and yeah, we were all like, I was all like, this will be fun. Seven to ten minutes yeah. of of Ricochet being bumped around. Nope, Trevor gets picked up. At five, it's over. Yeah. What the hell? You just then, killed a guy. And then, what do you call it? And then after that, probably the biggest cluster S that I can possibly ever think of. <laughs> Goldberg and The Fiend. I, I, and then, the hip toss, baby. <sighs> no, no, no. And then, no, what made this even worse? Okay, you have another pay-per-view prior to WrestleMania, right? But they already you know, set up Mania matches. Well, me, <laughs> you, what do you call You pretty much just set up Mania. Why yeah. are you having Elimination Chamber then if you already know that Shayna 
is going to win her Elimination Chamber match. Yeah, Reigns, what do you call You already just said, Reigns already said he's next. So apparently he's winning his Elimination Chamber match. And we had so, the Fiend points of the WrestleMania style almost as awkwardly as Charlotte Flair. No, it was worse than Charlotte. That point was terrible. They're doing a tag team title elimination chamber now. Yeah. It's going to be heavy machinery only, and Miz oh, and Morrison yeah. and company. The only way the women's will redeem itself is if somehow at the end of that you have Rousey, Jessamine Duke, the other chick, and Shayna Baszler standing in that chamber a la an octagon and then calling out Becky Lynch there. And then you have Rousey as Shayna's, you know, uh, corner woman. I think that would be the only way on how you have that. I I still say this, and I've been saying this until my dying day. Rousey will be at WrestleMania, but she will be there, and she will face Bayley for the SmackDown Championship. And here's why. You guys are probably like, you're just dropping, like, here's the mad scientist going cuckoo again. But here's why. (laughs) No, the storyline right now is this. Bailey has beaten pretty much everybody in the SmackDown women's division. By mm-hmm. beating Naomi, she pretty much has beaten everybody. She's beaten Bless. She's Nikki, Nikki Cross. She's beaten uh, Carmella. She's beaten Naomi. She's beaten this one. She's beaten Dana Brooks. She's beaten, she's beaten everybody. Everybody. And she's been boasting about it. She's been bragging about it. And, you know, the smart marks are all going, oh, but she hasn't, you know, what do you call it? She'll probably no say Sasha. Yeah, exactly. She'll probably say Sasha. I was like, no, just listen to the promos. Hmm. Listen to the promos very carefully. That you know, means I would have to watch three, Friday and Mondays. Three weeks ago. Instead of reading three results. Weeks ago, three weeks ago, there was, the dirt sheet said that there was no plans for Goldberg. There was no plans for, for Cena. There was no plans for, you know, there was no plans for Rousey. Well... Here we are three weeks later. Goldberg versus Reigns. Cena versus for Cena versus the Fiend or Bray Wyatt, depending on which one you want to go with. And you have Bailey, who still doesn't have a challenger yet for WrestleMania. Gee, mm-hmm. let me smack my head against the wall a couple hundred times. Where do you think this is going? Come on. I'm you all for that though. Telegram? I mean it'll be something hey, different. Well, I, I think Rousey and Bailey that could work. I mean, it just depends on Bailey's promo uh, promos. You know, they got to be as strong. Yeah, Rousey wasn't the best on the mic, but I think <laughs> Bailey has to get that you know upper advantage of being strong there, since we know Rousey you know, can command the ring presence more more than anyone, as she you know showed back in in 2018, 2019 there. So um, wow, my ears are all mixed up. And to oh, top geez. it all, and to top it all off. If this was long-term booking all along, this is about the only thing I can think of is that if Shayna beats Becky at WrestleMania and if Rousey comes back and beats Bailey at WrestleMania, you got two-thirds, I mean two-fourths of the horsewomen with the belt. Don't be surprised if uh, Shafir and Duke win the tag team belts off someone <laughs> and next thing you know... And no, and then next thing you know, horse women versus horse women, a storyline that they've been building for like five years. It seems like five years. A storyline that they that would call that they've been building since uh, the, uh, the the women's tournament a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
it, the writing is the writing. It's there. It's there for the taking. It's just a matter if they don't if they don't like shoot themselves in the foot with a shotgun like they've been doing lately. No oh, man. Again, never oh, require me to watch it. They couldn't get a storyline right if it was slapped in their face. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> All right, guys. I know you guys <laughs> got to talk about Super. You got to review Super Super Showdown. You got to, you know, <laughs> we don't want to take two minutes. That, that won't be a long Let me say this to you real quick, man. Scientist. Roman Reigns was the biggest lamp this company has ever had, and they stopped pushing him when he beat cancer. Like, this company doesn't know what they're doing, am I right? Like, you shove him down What's our throats, and then when you finally have the opportunity to push him to a star, you choose not to? Like, they don't know what they're talking about. No, 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 they pushed him. They pushed him into a long-term oh. with Baron Corbin. <laughs> it's the only well, time I know to bar- a buried alive match would would have been no, great for them. And guess, and guess what? And guess what? You threw him now, what do you call it? You threw him into this match with Goldberg. <laughs> I've seen this no, I've seen this before. I've seen this before. Look at it look at the last two legends he's been in the ring with. The fans booed the living ever poop out of him because they're trying to force him down your throat. Mm-hmm. Now you put the belt on a fifty three year old whose moves are pretty much spear oh and my God, you're jack- brilliant. jackhammer. Aaron Jackhammer, the match is probably going to last over four or five minutes. Goldberg will probably shake his hand and raise his arm again. But once again, it just seems to me you're going to, you're going to what do you call it? You're force-feeding Reigns when he doesn't need force-feeding. He doesn't. <laughs> and now you're, force you're trying to force him down our throats again. Meanwhile, you have the most organic over Mm-hmm. In the history, you know, something that they haven't had in years and twice, twice in the last six months, they've watched it so bad. I mean, you had I mean, a home run with Daniel Bryan. You're coming out of forced retirement doing an, to an injury. You have him come back and then, you know, you, you have him feud with the heavy <laughs> machinery. Shout out to and all the dreamers. Slater's getting gains, so you know he's winning a world championship because he's <laughs> bigger. He's yeah, looking a little Shout out bigger. to Daniel Bryan being in the Heath Slater Drew Gulak program now because we knew these dream matches. Look, because Daniel Bryan is pool, quote unquote. Also, just in uh, the uh, Mark Cock Memorial Super Show during, uh, I'm not even going to call it Mania Weekend. I'll just call it GCW Weekend or just Wrestling Weekend um, in Tampa, which had a great show last year. There was Bandito and Osprey. Uh, it's gonna Osprey, be yep. we're gonna get low key taking on uh, the the Lord the Messiah of Saberism himself, Zach Saber Junior. I think someone's gonna get murdered. I don't know who, but it's gonna be no, stiff no, 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 AF. You know what? You want to know the one match I am looking forward to this that whole week. I'm sorry, you guys might laugh at me for saying this. Orange Cassidy. Minoru Suzuki. No, no, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> that match, that when I saw that match was signed, the first thing I thought of was like, "Oh my God, Orange Cassidy is not leaving that ring, not leaving that ring." <laughs> 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 
But then no, but then I started no, but then I started thinking. Everybody, you know, everybody thinks of Minoru Suzuki as the ultra serious, you know, murder, you know, murder, you know, he'll just murder. Murder you. grandpa. But murder but grandpa. Look at what do you call it? when he when he's not in NJPW when he's not in New Japan. He's got he the Instagram. Has, yeah, he actually has fun. Mm-hmm. And I could – he's going to kill Cassidy. Don't get me wrong. He's going to kill Cassidy. But watch him have fun in the ring with him. It's going to be match – to me, that screams match of the century. <laughs> Slow-mo Suzuki. I, mean, I cannot for wait. Suzuki, no, for Suzuki to even agree to that match, <laughs> you know, they, they, they well, probably went to Suzuki and go, we want to put you in the ring against Orange Cassidy. And he probably looked at them and went – he probably looked at them and went, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Because let's let's face it, Orange Cassidy is probably the most over person in in AEW. Every time he steps into the ring, he gets a he gets as big as as big a pop as Cody, as Darby, as all of them. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my, and I'm like, oh my god, just please, please. We're gonna get a preview of that Orange. tonight when he's taking on Pac. So I mean, I, we I know he could be just as stiff. So it's gonna be fun. To kind of see. My favorite moment of Tokyo last year was when Minoru Suzuki came out at the Tokyo Dome, and I got to scream with all of my brethren, uh, which none of us spoke the same language. But damn it, we all got to yell "Kaze Ninare!" Greatest moment of my life. Just had to say it. Well, gentlemen, I just wanted to say thank you so much for allowing me this time to speak with you guys about wrestling because I let's be honest, I really don't talk much about wrestling at all, if anything. And you know, to have this time with you guys is absolutely awesome. I know it's been a long time. But uh you mind if I make a quick announcement? Ooh, yes. You know, I've been out of the game for two to three years now you know, family and stuff like that. You know, I, I've been shuffling my daughter around for uh, basketball, my son to soccer, or my other son to gymnastics and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I've been off the airwaves for a while. But uh, mark your calendars. March 15th, 2020. The beacons will be lit. The chalkboard will have uh-oh. The writing on the wall again. The test subjects will once again be rolling in. The Mad Scientist Sports Lab will be reopening on March 15th. Oh, shit. Well, are we fighting you? Awesome. Are, are, we fi- are, you, are we fighting you on our network, I'm assuming? Uh as of right now, I'm just going to be a little indie guy because I'm not one the rest of my old, my old world. I am going to work my way back from the ground up because, you know, when you're out of the game for two to three years, people are like, who the hell are you? Because some people don't remember what they did five minutes ago. Hell, I don't even remember what I said five minutes ago. I'm joking. <laughs> but, um, but if all goes well and if I find my quote-unquote mojo again, you know, and become the Okada of the airwaves as I was yourself. Which which is going to take, it, it, what do you call it? I'm rusty. I'll be, I'll fully admit I'm rusty as all hell. But if it happens, He's then Okada. Well, if it happens, who knows? But I can tell you one thing. All Back right. in the day, 
I when I did my show, I you know I always put it into the Dropbox, and if people wanted to to simulcast my show, you know after it was done, you know they're more than welcome to do so. So boys, if it goes that route again, who knows? Med Scientist Sports Lab on tight. Hey, you got balls. That's all I can say. Or on strong style. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. But, strong style. We're right here for the pickings. No you problem. You want to be the best? And, uh, be the best. Oh, the exalted one. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what are you going? I think I just heard a door drop like, oh, no, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Have a great rest of the show. And hey, I in the not the future, but thank you, thank I you. promise the next time the next time I call, it'll be after elimination chamber so I can give you some hard hitting news. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon, guys. Thanks a lot, Nick. Nick Fitzgerald called in. Coming in with some hot takes. I just hope he he's got balls. <laughs> Why well, do I have enough balls? Because I didn't promote that shit whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the super showdown. Because this is going to be quick and freaking easy. I fell asleep three separate times, Ryan, just in the first ten minutes of these this gauntlet mountain match, whatever the hell it was. Oh, God. Undertaker comes down, surprise entrant, even though everyone knew he was there, to get that $80 million check. Bots choke slam, as I said earlier in the show. And why do uh, I care about him in style wake, mania? Why? This was the to wake tournament trophy. Why? Because it was the to wake. Are you being a peach? Did, did Jen bring you something, or am I still balling because I'm eating more bruschetta? I'm not getting huh? Jen brought me some pizza. I'm so stoked. I got oh, some pizza. Was it a homemade? Did you put it in the oven, hey, I'll like a pizza oven. Season. Oh man! I'm gonna text hey, her. As long, as, long as you get your dance from her, that's all that matters. The pizza dance. Okay. Should I text her that too? Yeah. On air. I've done, I've had that many times. Uh, um <laughs> to give the damn Boom boom. I start cold, by the way. Always start cold. God, next SmackDown tag team championship right, said, the Alex, Alex said you need to give me the damn. I don't well. know. Alex Never. Be the Never. Player. Don't mention me. You always throw me under the bus. Words, I you no. Have your own thoughts. Jeez, Alex just got thrown under the bus. Trouble. Good guy. Uh, New Day versus Miz and Morrison. Wait, maybe we were talking about the first match. Shit. Nothing happened. Right. R-Truth was in it for like 29 minutes. And then AJ <laughs> Styles gets pinned by Undertaker. The end. I would do stars because that video though on World Star Hip Hop from like two weeks ago that was tight I was like okay get it in Leo Rush um Jen's confused Mr. Morrison defeat the New Day at the Smackdown Tag Team Championship match. Uh, hey, Kofi's bad luck continues. I, I didn't watch it, but why do you have your new champs then get pinned clean uh, less than a day later? 
Fighting, what'd you get? Garza wins via rope. I went three and a half, baby. This match was awesome. <laughs> Why? Because and it was two Hispanics that weren't wearing masks. Is in la casa. <laughs> so that's who that is. I had no idea who that was. So that's yeah, Garza. I'll play it again. Welcome it to the fifth anniversary. Oh, this is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Oh, hey, hello to all my friends of. WrestleCast Radio. That's this is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio? This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino is in la casa, baby. That's the that's Angel Garza, who defeated Humberto Carrillo. God, my fucking Spanish is so good. Humberto Carrillo. It is. Better than me. Angel Garza defeats Humberto Carrillo. I am standing uh, in my room right now. I've moved my chair away. And I'm like mouth mouth having orgasm with the, with the microphone. Whoa. Speaking of that, I'm I heard a uh, match I'm of the year candidate. Seth Rollins and uh, not Buddy, but uh, Murphy, <laughs> uh, taking on the Street Profits. Uh, hey, buddy. I bought him at Children's Palace. <laughs> any match? Would, did did any match stick out to you? Like we we don't need to go I through all this, a, this crap. Okay, I went two and a quarter on this. I I didn't think okay. it was awful. Um, Dolph Ziggler versus Mansoor. I went two and a half. Uh, Lesnar Ricochet, I went one and a half. Ooh. I'm surprised you gave it one. (laughs) Uh, Roman Corbin, I went two. Was it longer than their Rumble match? Oh, I hope not. Or did it just seem like it? (laughs) It just seemed like it. (laughs) Yeah. I went two and a quarter on Naomi and and Bailey. And then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then Bray Wyatt versus Goldberg. My rating was dud dud. Dud dud dud. In all capital letters, D A D U D. Dud dud. Goldberg's losing those teeth, man. That was. Oh, my God. <sighs> I, I, I was against them giving him the title right away at the last Saudi show. I was against us. You give that moment to Mania. You close out the show with him. Winning the championship for the first time, and then the, somehow the lights go out, the ring goes black, and he's gone. And that's how you set it up for, ooh, what are we going to get on Friday? Not, you give him the title, and then you have a lackluster crap matches. And then you have kind of thing with Cena, which I don't know. I don't want to see him Elias, but we already saw Cena go back to Thugonomics a year ago, which he said in that amazing. Ruthless Aggression document. The only reason why I still keep my subscription at the moment because it's 10 minutes and we're only on three. But Cena said that was a failure. So what is this Cena transformation going to be? I don't care. It's not going to happen. It's not going to be anything. This is a duck. This is disappointing. I don't even know. I might just leave your house while WrestleMania is going on or at least after Lynch and and Baszler, because I give two shits 
about a 16 match card that's going to have four minute matches, eight minute matches, 12 minute matches, five minute matches into just overloaded commercialism. Dud, zero stars. I'm never going to watch this. I feel bad that I already watched the main event three times because it ended that quickly. Can we skip Mania and go watch The Hunt? Yeah. Hell yeah. That movie, that movie looks awesome. Yeah, I wanted to see it last fall before, you know, people were jerks. You know, I'm a jerk and I want to see it now. Whoa. <laughs> that super showdown, that show sucked and I don't care. That's yeah, a show that's not going to suck, though, starting in uh, a little under four minutes here, uh, All Elite Wrestling uh, Revolution. We were there when it started before they were yeah, even we were thing, all when in. it was all in. We were all in. Yeah, it's we, had, we had a press pass. We were on podcast row. Damn right. Before it was $9,000. <laughs> Vegas. Um, but Revolution, uh, actually, coming to you from downtown Chicago, Illinois, at the brand new Wintrust Arena uh, connected right next to the McCormick Place, um, a part of C2E2 this weekend. Uh, first up, the pre-match, uh, not a rumble this time or a battle royal or anything like that, which is great. Uh, we saw the Dark Order uh, take on SoCal Uncensored. He's got 11 pepper wings. Wow, you are the best, baby. Uh, I won't say who won and that match, but let's just say, boom, boom, boom freshly fish. made wings, by the way. Two different Damn types, it. I see. I'm uh, just Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer? I'm being defeated um, in this. It's all right. You bought a new car, and my car is, like, in the shop for, like, two weeks. So, you win. So, there you go. Uh, we have uh, a pretty much main card here with Pack taking on uh, Nick. Corelli, the mad scientist, uh, MVP of 2020, it sounds like. Uh, you know, like you said, getting big uh, crowd pops over in All Elite. Wherever he goes, he makes a lot of appearances in Minneapolis. We have Saturday Night Nitro as well um, coming up here uh, next weekend. So, uh, Pac taking on Orange Cassidy. This should be a lot of fun. This just came about after the uh, wonderful Iron Man match, which we'll get into uh, probably uh, with our Revolution show on Monday here, Strong Style Meet. Um, but Pack Cassidy, this should be a lot of fun. Uh, Pack though, he's just gonna decimate as he should, right? Yeah, Pack's gonna beat him in ten minutes. <laughs> like, come on! Now. Wow, you're giving like, it ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, you, you want to be crowd happy, but Pack needs to squash him. Oh, totally. The match I hope is not a squash. The uh, AEW Women's World Championship, uh, a most divisive champion, if you will, in. Uh, the native beast Nyla Rose a great bit on uh, on being the elite uh, this past Monday with uh, with with uh, Justin Roberts there. Uh, but Nyla Rose taking on Ryan's favorite gimmick of 2020, the alien wonder herself, Chris Statlander. Ryan, Statlander. who do you got? Um, I'm going to go Nyla Rose, even though I don't think she's that good. You don't think wrong don't think that Statlander's going to get fed right away? No, because it's a good victory. Like, it's not going to hurt the They're doing a good job protecting Nyla Rose, so I'm okay with it. But If uh, they Nyla do Rose this match, victory. if they do these two matches I just said, it'll be cool if they start with Pat Orange Cassidy. Lander comes out to check on Orange Cassidy since, you know, it's kind of like the being the, uh, being the Elite show on YouTube there. They got that fun story 
behind. And then Nyla Rose just comes out, attacks her, throws her into the blade, you know, beats her up before the bell rings. And, you know, that's how you get the ring or get her win. But, you know, it doesn't affect Statlander since she was, mm-hmm. you know, beating the crap out of. Uh, next up, a match I can wait to see, uh, you know, a lot of implications over on Dynamite over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Shane Guevara, Darby Allen, uh, two fresh up and comers. This is going to be amazing. Ryan, what do you got? I think you have to have Darby Allen get the victory here. I, I'm going to say this. Darby Allen is a guy who's better losing and being a guy mm-hmm. who doesn't get the wins and fights from the bottom up. But I think in this certain situation, he needs Sammy Guevara and take the, and take the match. Mm-hmm. I agree. And Darby Allen. Talk about pops. Whoo! Over on Dynamite a few weeks ago, that was nuts. That was louder than you know Jesus himself. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Jake Hager, the Jesus of the Octagon, of course, or the Cage, um, taking on Dustin Rhodes again. Storyline. That's why four show four videos a year is great because they let storyline simmer. You can have a lot of stuff for all these different wrestlers. And there we go. Jake Hager's first uh, AEW in ring appearance here, taking on Dustin Rhodes. Two classics uh, over from Connecticut here. But I think this could be a damn good match. Of course, you got to make Hager and the inner circle look strong, especially if Guevara loses. I'm going to go Hager, but this is going to be damn good. I think a uh, good mixture of styles, for sure, but uh should be fun nonetheless. Yeah, I go Jack Hager as well. I don't, you know, these guys would be on WWE Superstars. If this was a year ago, and now they're one of the biggest matches on a pay per view. So, you remember you were Swagger Mark? The uh, oh, I love Swagger. Throw us the musing, who you're a huge fan of, Alex. I wrote a AEW preview for them, mm-hmm. and I posted on there. I said this was a match on WWE Superstars three years ago, and now it's a main event on mm-hmm. AEW. So it's amazing what happens when you put time into something. Yeah. When it gets treated correctly. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of treated correctly, a great storyline here. Uh, all the elite members here. Um, you have the Young Bucks who have yet to win the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Uh, taking on newly formed champions, uh, Hangman, Adam Page, and uh, the cleaner, Kenny. Sorry, those wings are so damn good. Inner turmoil. Wonderful sit-down interview with Jim Ross uh, over on Dynamite last week. You can watch on YouTube as well. It shows what I've always thought. The Young Bucks are just a couple of dicks. Uh, but it worked out so well with that storyline. Of course, Omega and the Bucks are the official elite members here. And, uh, you know, the Bucks just saying, hey, Adam Page, if it wasn't for us putting you in the Bullet Club or us, you know, making you nothing uh, more than a as you were in Ring of Honor, um, you know, definitely set this match up really well. Uh, I don't know if it's essentially a, a Bucks turn, uh, but you know, like I said, they always just had that that dick charisma. So this should be a lot of fun. It'll be interesting where Page goes. Do the Bucks though finally win gold, or uh, do you keep this uh, mismatch team of Page and Omega running? Um, I think you have the Bucks lose. I like the Omega page thing. I think it's doing really well. I don't I don't think you need to Do you just get tired or do you do like three shots? Um, probably both. <laughs> <laughs> I just lean back in my chair. Like I lean back in my chair. I'm watching the promo video. 
And I've invested in the promo video because I've invested in the show. A little bit of the bubbly. I don't think there's any reason Nyla Rose wins. If you're going to have her drop a strap that quick, you have Riho just hold on to the title. So, no, I don't think she's losing tonight. I do think Chris Statlander will bring the best match of Nyla Rose out of her. But I Mm -hmm. think that's the opinion of it is it's Chris Statlander making Nyla Rose look that good. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, in uh, co-main events, I would say. Um, finally, uh, Cody will get his hands on uh, Maxwell J. Friedman. Uh, Maxwell with J. Warlow Friedman. In tow here. Yes, Demtris, uh, you know, kissed his boot. Yes, Ryan got to get an interview with MJF before he stopped doing interviews. So pretty damn cool. Yes, Ryan called him out on his Burberry scarf uh, before in so yeah we that's that issue of wrestlecast radio but uh mgf cody again the storyline has been great it's been simmering since december since mgf turned his back on cody and the nightmare family um this is going to be damn good we got the coach our uh double a you know on cody's side wardlow you know on the other this is going to be a lot of fun uh again cody being probably the best if you will um it's one of the most over wrestling uh, just for kind of what he's done for the business and just showing, uh, hey, VKM, there's a middle finger from my right and another one from my left, and we are making competition there for you. And this is going to be good. MJF has improved in the ring, I would say, here. But, hey, you got to keep that heelish going. I got to go MJF somehow sneaks a victory. Am I right? I think Cody gets the victory. I don't agree with it. I think this should be Cody and Wardlow cage match on the show because Cody and MGF could be drawn out in other one or two pay-per-views, but they're rushing it. It is what it is, but I don't see why you have Cody lose. Um, even though MGF might be the better victory, but I'm going Cody. And finally, the AEW World Championship. Again, a storyline that has been great Considering that Moxley has been traveling to Japan and back to the States, it seems like every other uh, every other week um, since January here, but has been uh, keeping up with a wonderful feud here. Chris Jericho, two equals in the WWE over in the last decade here. Of course, Moxley known as Dean Ambrose in the Shield and Chris Jericho being the GOAT that he is. Um, do we keep Le Champion uh, celebrating with Bubbly afterwards, or does Moxley kind of get all the anarchists, you know, out of the uh, out of the the cage there, and uh, you know, everyone's celebrating in Chicago tonight. Who do you got? Um, I, I, this is tough, but I I think you got to have Moxley win it, even though I think Jericho should Chris be Jericho. for a while. I'm going Chris Jericho gets the victory. I don't think you're done with Jericho yet. I think he's so good as champion. There's no reason to take the title off of him yet. I, mm-hmm. I understand why you would have John Moxley as the champion, but Chris Jericho as champion is just so good. Le Champion is on fire. Why take the strap off him? Why ruin that? Chris Jericho will defeat John Moxley this evening. <laughs> wow. Already. That was that was said with such vigorousness. Well, it looks like All Elite Revolution is just about to start here. Ooh, what's this match? 
Ooh, this will be very good. Um, looks like we're starting off here with uh, Dustin Rhodes and Kager. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, Ryan, thank you very much uh, for a wonderful show as always. Don't forget to go to, to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. Uh, 20% off until Monday, March 2nd until noon. Get 20% off again using promo code MADNESS. Uh, two new designs, two new uh, Japanese wrestling Pure Riso, uh inspirations, if you you will also uh, on Twitter at WrestleCast underscore SSM, uh, Facebook WrestleCast Radio, Strong Style Media, and of course wherever you pod your cat, search Strong Style Media um, and also BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Strong Style Media. Ryan, anything else? No, man, I'm excited, man. There's a lot of good stuff coming on, and as much as it sucks that Japan is going to be on a pause because of the coronavirus. <sighs> no Hiromo Naito, that pisses me off. But we now can catch up on a lot of stuff. We can catch up on stardom. We can catch up on Noah. There's a lot of things we can catch up on and still give good response. All right. Well, we're going to let Ryan go to sleep here, and uh, we will talk to you guys (laughs) probably on Monday. Thanks a lot, everybody, for tuning in. We will see you guys uh, when we see you. (laughs) Later.